This episode of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Richard's Billiards. Hey, you got nothing to do on this particular Monday or Tuesday or however you're listening to this podcast right now. Do you feel need to do something? Do you feel need to just get away from work and, you know, try to get away from your troubles and all the problems that come along with the responsibilities of having to deal with the stupid bullshit no matter what they try to tell you well Richard's Billiards is definitely the place for you so if you feel the need to go ahead and go out and have some beers and have yourself a real good time Richard's Billiards is definitely the place for you go over and play their foosballs go over and play with their pool tables go over and mess around with the jukebox and everything else like that in that particular nature Dio's is open or actually Richard's Billiards is open and it is back better than ever and if you want to go ahead and get something to eat why not try out their food try out their pizza try out their burgers try out their wings try out their fries try out whatever they have for you richard's billiards has everything and so much more and hey if you want to check out the nfl check it out over at richard's billiards and also as you guys know just in case no one has figured this out the nba finals are here and we got the la lakers going one on going up against the Miami Heat and it should be a tremendous matchup to check out. No doubt we'll see how this goes. People don't want to see the Lakers win. People don't want to see the Heat win but we'll see how this goes. Either way possible but check out some great NBA action over at Rich's Billiards along with several other sports including the NFL, H- you know, NHL and even wrestling. You can actually see some wrestling over at Richard's Billiards. 5815 Weber. Not your average hero's new name. Same place and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. I am the Main Event Player to Super C, the God Among Us, the King Among Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. And as you can tell, this is a little bit early and I understand why I was supposed to have released this episode yesterday but never had the opportunity to because I wanted to check out Clash of Champions once again. So this is sort of a what you call it? You know, it's sort of a recap of everything that's been happening. I had a chance to look at it last night and I had a chance to look at all the matches, including two matches that were never that were never well that were supposed to happen, but due to quote-unquote injuries, they won't be there, which I will explain in just a moment. And also, the main event is going to get just a little bit political in this episode. Just a little. Not too much. Let's just say he strikes again. He did it again. And... Big shout-out to the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance, who had a tremendous event that happened this past weekend over at the Valencia over in Corpus Christi, Texas. And the main event's got so much to talk about, including NXT TakeOver. NXT TakeOver 31, which is going to be happening next Sunday, which we will be covering next week or this coming week on the episode of the Main Event Talk podcast to take place this coming Saturday. And also, a talk about the return of the draft. It's going to take place. It's going to be a two-night event. And the main event will explain that and so much more. In the meantime, I think it's time we kick back, relax, chill out, and listen to some good music. What do you say?
from the album Numbers of the Beast, an all-star salute tribute to Iron Maiden, that was The Evil That Men Do. Uh, several artists had played in that particular song. One, if you recognize the voice quite well, you know who it is. But just in case you don't, I think I mentioned it on an episode of the Main Event Song Podcast about probably a few episodes ago, where I mentioned that a certain particular champion has been a part of this. Or should I say, Le Champion. (laughs) I'm talking about Chris Jericho. Yep, Chris Jericho was actually singing that song, The Evil That Men Do, off of the number from The Beast. The all-star tribute to Iron Maiden. And I all-star salute to Iron Maiden. And, uh, you know, I think I still have that CD somewhere around my house. But if you guys want to get a chance to listen to that entire album, all you got to do is go over to Spotify and look for Numbers from the Beast. And you'll be able to find all those songs from the likes of The Evil That Men Do, The Trooper, and Wasted Years, and so much more. If you're a huge Iron Maiden fan, and if you're also a huge fan of tributes... This would be the perfect element for you, and you'll definitely like how this is going. Numbers from the Beast, All-Star, Tribute to Iron Maiden, The Evil That Men Do, look for it on Spotify or whatever it is you find your favorite music. Sorry about that. Boy, something was about to happen, but I'm going to have to go ahead and do it anyway. Right, ladies and gentlemen, NXT TakeOver is happening next Sunday. Actually, it's coming up in just a few days. NXT TakeOver 31. We have overcome 30, and now here we are at 31. And several matches have already been announced for what's going to take place this Sunday, live as it happens, on the WWE Network. So let me go ahead and get you, you know, clue you in as to what matches are going to be taking place at NXT TakeOver 31. The North American Championship will be decided as the... As the North American champion himself, Damian Priest, the Archer of Infamy, will go one-on-one against Johnny Takeover himself, Johnny Gargano. Also, the NXT Women's Championship will also be decided as Io Shirai goes one-on-one against Candice LeRae, who is also the wife of Johnny Gargano. And also, the NXT Championship, Kyle O'Reilly, a member of the Undisputed Era, has an opportunity of a lifetime to go one-on-one against the prince himself, Finn Balor, and that should be a tremendous match to check out at NXT TakeOver this coming Sunday night. Yeah, you heard me 
me correctly, it was on a, it's on a Sunday, and the main event is definitely going to be talking about that. In the next few days, when the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, which we will cover, we will talk about NXT TakeOver 31, and we will talk about several matches, including several more that could possibly be announced. So be ready for that. The main event cannot wait to see what's going to happen at NXT TakeOver 31 this Sunday, only on the WWE Network. This Halloween, the hunter will become the hunted. A horror beyond human comprehension. A new frontier in feline fear. The only constant is change. For the first pick of the WWE Draft. A two-night event. Raw versus SmackDown, a constant battle for brand supremacy. The entire landscape of WWE changes. Let's get the draft underway. The future is on the clock. The 2020 WWE Draft begins on Friday Night SmackDown, October 9th on Fox. Continues on Monday Night Raw, October 12th on USA Network. Well, the anticipation of the return of the draft is coming. So after NXT TakeOver and after everything else like that, and yada, 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 next Friday on October 9th, the draft begins. Who is going to get drafted over to SmackDown? Who's going to get drafted over to Raw? And if possible, who could possibly get drafted over to NXT? We would all like to find out. Over on Fox is going to take place on October 9th. And also on October 12th on Monday Night Raw. That's where that's going to take place. And everything else like that. Be ready for the draft and everything else like that. The main event is looking forward to checking out what is about to take place with the draft. I'm like, I'm kind of interested as to who is going to be a part of what and how will this all happen and so much more. Okay, there's a couple of things we need to talk about. On this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, so let's start with um, let's start off with the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. If we can get them on my Facebook here, if you don't mind, here we go. Got them here now. The Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance had a big shout out to them and everything. I wish I would have had an opportunity to go ahead and add them on my Facebook or add them on my Main Event Talk um, podcast, but I hadn't had time, and also I know that uh, their event was supposed, uh, well, their, their event happened this past Saturday night for the first time, I believe, since March, uh, since the pandemic had began. Uh, the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance did a drive-in dives that took place over at the Valencia uh, this past Saturday night, and uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I was wondering how all this was going to turn out, so uh, to kind of give you an idea of what it was like, uh, uh, let's see, The this happened on September 26th of 2020, that was on a Saturday, by the way, and this was also a, a day that uh, my best friend celebrated a birthday by the name of Stephanie Gonzalez, big shout out to her. And uh, several superstars from the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance were there, including the MLW. Let me see if I can get a close-up picture of the man, if you don't mind. The MLW Open Weight Champion Alexander Hammerstone. 
Uh, I'm kind of curious if he was actually there or not, if anybody can give me an idea um, as to everything that happened here. So there's a couple of things that happened. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the matches and everything. Uh, there were several, uh, several singles matches that uh, took place over here. And um, let's see. The GCW Rising Star Championship was on the line. Um, ASF taking on the uh, Riches Garcia. That took place. Let's see what else happened. Um, tag team titles were decided. Uh, you know, I'm just reading through the whole thing that... Uh, I'm just reading through the whole thing that took place this past Saturday uh, over at the Valencia, uh, at the Golf Course Wrestling Alliance. I saw several pictures that took place on there. And I got to say, um, I was uh, very surprised about the fact that they were going to do a wrestling event over there, considering the fact that there hasn't been any sort of wrestling that's been happening over in Corpus in a long, long time. So for the Golf Coast Wrestling Alliance, they went ahead and did a did a did a drive through or did a drive in, you know, and that was uh, pretty historic. I would have loved to have been there, but uh, number one, I don't have a vehicle. Just to be honest, there. Number two, um, you know, if if somebody were to pick me up, like a certain best friend of mine who happens to live right close by there and who happens to be a part of the whole fucking you know, you know Golf Coast Wrestling Alliance, we talk about um, my good friend Homestar Runner. I don't even know if he went there or not. He probably did. He probably didn't. But if he did, you silly bastard. And if he didn't, I apologize. <laughs> but anyways, um, kudos to the Golf Coast Wrestling Alliance for uh, their deal and everything else like that. And um, like I said before, I would have loved to have been a part of that event. But uh, also, I mentioned earlier about getting into politics just a little bit. Getting into politics and stuff. I'm just going through this whole, uh, looking through the whole picture and stuff. I see a picture of the ring. Um... Uh, blue sky, uh, the ring is right in the middle of the ring. That, um, speaking of political, um, there was one person that um, that made an appearance over at the uh, at the event, and I'd like to acknowledge her name on my uh, episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. Her name, uh, she is running for mayor here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Her name is uh, Priscilla Gonzalez, who's running for mayor here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, there's a picture of, of, of her right next to, I believe that's the ring announcer. Um, and my apologies for not, oh, okay, there it is. Uh, let's see, Anthony, Anthony Silvis. Yes. Uh, yeah, right there. A picture of, uh, Anthony Silvis, the ring announcer and, uh, Priscilla Gonzalez, who is running for mayor. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning her name on this episode, um, most of you that have followed my Main Event Talk podcast know that I did a podcast uh, several months back involving a certain individual. And once again, I refuse to mention this man's name because the fact that this man had desecrated Selena's statue, you guys probably have an idea of who it is. You know, I, I and I, I pretty much posted a an episode which was entitled F U um, J M P. I think that's the, and then I put a hashtag respect Selena. Now. Once again, I refuse to mention this man's name, but uh, it seems that there was a sighting of this man. Now, this past Saturday, 
there was a quote-unquote um uh, there was a rally. There were several rallies that took place over here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Everybody knows about the whole uh, political thing that's going to be happening. I believe it's happening today, as a matter of fact, the whole thing with Joe Biden and uh, Donald Trump. Now, most of you people that know me quite well know that I'm not into politics. I could give two shits of flying fuck about politics. But I hope, I hope to God that Donald Trump doesn't win. That's that's all I can beg for, okay? That's all I can ask for. But here's the thing. Speaking of a Donald Trump supporter, we get into this individual. Okay, so I, I come across something on my Facebook, and I see a video. And apparently, it seems that there were several rallies that took place. Uh, one rally that took place over at the mall. Uh, one rally that took place over at the Channel 3 News uh, at the studio, as a matter of fact, and I think there was a rally that took place by the park close by where uh, the mall is, as a matter of fact, right down McArdle. I, I, I forgot what the park's name is, but I know where it is quite well. And then, of course, there was another rally that took place over right by the Valencia where the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance had had their event. Now, before the event even took place, this man... The, the man that desecrated Selena's statue. And like I said, I refuse to mention his name. And I'm not going to. But I think you know who it is. This man posted a video who apparently was there at all the rallies, right? He, he drove around for all the rallies. He, and he's just, you know, this... You know, I can tell this guy is worried. I can tell when this guy is worried because the fact that this guy is also trying to run for mayor of Corpus Christi, which I hope to God, and I'm saying this for the sake and for the pleasure, the fact that I don't like this guy, I hate him, he's a politician, he's a liar, he doesn't like Selena, I know he doesn't like Selena, and he wants to put Selena's name to make everyone believe that she is everything that Trump is. But give me a fucking break. Selena is good. Trump is evil. I said that, you know, several times before on my rant, and I'll say it again. So he goes over. He's driving around. He's going in all these places, right? He's going into one side of the mall, right? And then I think there was another video. I, I guess he wasn't impressed with the people that showed up to support Biden, right? <laughs> Figures he's not, he's not impressed with that. And then he goes ahead and drives over to the Channel 3 News, right? Where I think they were blocking uh, the road or something like that. And there were all these people that, you know, did the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And I... I could have swore, and he posted a pic of this, and he posted a video of it as well, well, where some guy was walking around, and he was walking around with a rifle in his hand, or, or a pistol, or a gun, or whatever, uh, coming down the streets, uh, I recognized the street, I forgot what it was uh, called, I, I was just like, Wow. Uh, okay, well, this dude was walking around with his fucking shit. And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> what the fuck is going to happen here now? Shit. So, so he's pretty much he's not impressed with any, anything that goes on. Okay, so then he does the next thing. Okay, well, I think, I think he kind of did this in order. I kept looking at every single video that he put out, right, and everything that I was looking at. So the next video was about, you know, about what happened over at the Valencia. Now, this was probably 
I'm gonna say a few hours before the event took place. This was during the day, probably around maybe four or five o'clock. And apparently, because uh, I'm not sure if Priscilla Gonzalez was over there at the event and everything, but I know well. Well, she uh, obviously she probably was there for the event and everything. But I, if she was there, if she was there, I don't know if she even noticed that. The goof, the moron, the, the like I said, the one that desecrated Selena's statue was there. Because this dude was just driving around all over the place. And, and oh, oh, and by the way, there was this one comment that really pissed me off. And, and I want the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance to listen to me on this one. And I want for all the wrestling fans to listen to me on this one because I saw the video. He was there. He was like... Uh, uh, about maybe 100 to 200 feet away from the Valencia. And I think he's parked right there where where the... Um, I think there's there's like uh, mobile homes or trailer homes or something like that that's right over there. I forgot what that place was called. But anyways, he's parked there, right? And then he goes ahead and then he mentions... Uh, oh, they look like they're having some sort of a... I saw a boxing ring or something like that. Uh, it looks like a boxing ring. And I'm like, it's a fucking wrestling ring, you moron. My God, it's bad enough you have to desecrate Selena. Now you want to disrespect the wrestling fans? Give me a fucking break. Please. And I know a few boxers, and they'll probably kick your fucking ass. Coming out here, and it's a, it's a boxing ring. Give me, it's the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. It's the fucking Valencia, all right? Come on. Use your common, oh, but then again, you know, oh, 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 and this dude... This dude got... He got upset with fucking Channel 3, apparently. He got upset with Channel 3 because all of a sudden, like, you know... Also, we're we're doing the rally, we're doing our cave-in, but Channel 3 won't do our cave-in? Wow. And, And it's like, you know, let me tell you something. If Channel 3 wanted to do it, they wanted to do it, all right? But if they didn't do it for this dude, who cares? This dude desecrated Selena. This dude did all this stuff, and now he wants to go ahead and go around in every single rally and start, you know, uh, you know. He, obviously, he's scared, otherwise he wouldn't be doing these fucking rallies. Everyone's doing a political rally on this whole fucking shit that's happening with the whole Trump and Biden and everything, and he's scared. He's scared, and I know he's scared, because he knows, he knows he's going to lose a lot of voters. You're behind Trump, okay? You're behind Trump. That's the bottom line. And also, here's the thing. I can give two shits of a flying fuck about Donald Trump, okay? Now, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, okay? I've, I've got nothing against him. Donald Trump, that is, all right? But I am against him when it comes to his political views, to all the things that he's done, everything that he messed up, and everything. It is just so stupid. The, the man cannot speak for shit, the man doesn't know what he's talking about. And the funny thing is, his whole, his whole um, cabinet and his whole um, Congress or what, whatever he's setting up, you notice that every person that Donald Trump is associated with has to be a beautiful woman. Whether she's a secretary or for political office or, or something like that, they have to be a beautiful woman. Do you remember that, that one woman, uh, what's her name? And I think I posted this on my Main Event Talk Facebook page, where, or on my Facebook podcast or something like that, I'm sorry. <laughs> where, what, what, what the, what's that girl's name? Kim, Kimberly? 
the one the one that had that voice and 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 that said that ladies and gentlemen the best has yet to come and when i saw that and when i heard what she said it's like really i mean <laughs> the best will, the best is yet to come when donald trump has left the fucking building all i know is the bottom line is this goof comes over to every single rally and he is incognito okay he's basically trying to keep himself away from the public so that way nobody notices it's him okay maybe some people did who knows if somebody would have shot him and it would have made news i would have said thank you okay and that's not an accident but anyways the whole the whole point is this dude knows that he's losing voters this dude knows he's 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 basically trying to go to every rally he's trying to go to every spot to see what the hell's going on to 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 find out exactly you know like how many how many cars how many people are behind biden and everything else like that so apparently he's against biden i could tell that right away and he knows he's going to lose voters he's he knows he's going to lose voters regardless of what anyone thinks you know, regardless of what anyone thinks. And all I know is November 3rd, we're almost a month away from this whole political thing that's about to go down. And all I know is a lot of people are going to be voting. Hell, even The Rock is behind Joe Biden. And I know there's some people that have their criticisms about The Rock. Let me tell you something. The Rock had said a lot of things on social media. And he's even said a bunch of things to Donald Trump. And has Donald Trump has Donald Trump responded back to The Rock? Has Donald Trump said anything to him? No. Zero. Not a damn thing. And now Joe Biden is alongside with The Rock and The Rock's alongside with him. So the whole thing, the whole point is, guys, is this. I admit that I'm someone that doesn't want to vote. I, I could care less about trying to vote because my voice, my vote will not matter. It won't. I choose to be in the background because I want to leave things all alone. That's all it is to it. However, however, there are a lot of you that want to vote and there are a lot of you that want to go ahead and you know vote against Trump. That's fine. Vote for Biden. That's fine. Do what you want to do. It's your right. It's your political. It's your right as an American or however you want to do it. Vote. Vote this coming, you know, this coming November, November 3rd, I believe is the date to start voting and cast your vote in any way you can, whether it's uh, through mail, through, well, actually, don't do it through mail, because I know about what's been going on in the post office, especially when Donald Trump tries everything in his power to make sure nobody, nobody votes for the other person, they all vote for Trump, you know how that shit goes, and speaking of mayors, now, I will be honest, and if Priscilla Gonzalez is listening to this, here's the thing. I am going to say this. That other goof, that other moron, that other idiot, the one that desecrated Selena's statue, I ain't voting for him. You want to go ahead and vote for him? That's fine. You're going to vote for someone that does not care about Selena, has no respect for Selena. Probably doesn't even like Selena in the first place. He's only using Selena to gain his political deal. You know, that's all he's trying to do. 
all he's trying to do is trying to get the voters to vote for him because he loves Selena. First of all, I've been to Selena's, well, actually, I was at Selena's funeral. I've mentioned that before, and I'll say it again, okay? And I know there's a lot of people that love Selena, including me, including my family, and everyone else involved. And we all know that you do not care. You, you stupid moron, do not care about Selena. You can go ahead and post whatever you want about Selena. We all know you're full of shit. We all know you're full of crap. We all know you don't care. You just want to run for mayor because you think it's easy for you. But I am am telling everyone here on this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, vote for Priscilla Gonzalez. Yeah, I said it. Vote for Priscilla Gonzalez. I had a chance to look at her, um, her video, and I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. She obviously cares about the city. She obviously knows what needs to be done. And to me, you know, I mean, if there's anyone that's better, that's fine. But I'm going to go with her for what, you know, for what I see. Hell, she showed up over at the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. She showed up over there for their support. And everyone, including all the wrestling fans, they should support her as well. If you don't want to, that's fine. But the main event is saying vote. Vote for Priscilla Gonzalez to be mayor of Corpus Christi. That's all. And I will acknowledge her on my podcast. Unlike you. Unlike you. Yeah, you. You're probably not listening. That's fine. I refuse to acknowledge your name. Because you, you, all you care about is trying to make Corpus your own personal playground. You don't care about Selena. All you want to do is desecrate and defamate the name. Put a Donald Trump hat on Selena statue. How ridiculous are you? You're not getting my vote. I don't care what you or any of your other moronic or even Batman thinks. Okay? Yeah, I saw the whole thing with the video of Batman out there voting for Trump. Give me a fucking break. All I can say is Priscilla Gonzalez has got my vote. As a matter of fact, she's got the vote of every wrestling fan. So to all my friends in Corpus Christi, to everyone that's listening to this podcast, vote for Priscilla Gonzalez to be mayor of Corpus Christi. That's my vote. That's my pick. That's how it goes. And Priscilla, I hope you do a good job with Corpus. Wall behind you. Okay? Okay. Now that we got that political stuff out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about Clash of Champions. Let's talk about what happened last night and uh, several changes have happened in the Clash of Champions event that took place, um, well, I was going to say last night, but if this video is being released on a Tuesday, uh, there's no doubt that it's probably going to be, well, it was, well it's probably going to be released right now. So let's get into it. Um, there was a big, uh, there was a news, uh, some breaking news uh, that happened, uh, and this happened about maybe a couple of hours before the uh, Clash of Champions event was going to take place. And they talked about, uh, let's see, the women's tag team titles would not be on the line uh, because of, quote-unquote, um, of due to injury. <laughs> due to injury. Uh, okay. 
Let, let's be honest. Let's call it like we see it, ladies and gentlemen. And and to everyone that's listening to this podcast, you know and I know that when you hear the words injury coming from the WWE, um, first of all, an injury would have to occur involving something that involves a limb or involves an arm or a broken neck or cracked ribs or any of those things. And to me, none of those things happen. You know what happened? I'll tell you what happened. It's called COVID-19. Okay, that's what happened. COVID-19. So somehow, Shayna Baszler probably got COVID-19. Nia Jax probably got COVID-19. And possible, and well, besides the women's tag team titles um, that was canceled, also the SmackDown Women's Championship was canceled. And Nikki Cross probably also got COVID-19, and also there were reports about some of the NXT roster possibly giving COVID-19, including Nikki Cross's husband, Killian Dane. So, there's a reason for that. So, while the WWE gives you a, a report saying that, oh, well, the, the superstars are injured and they will not compete until they are ready to go. Oh, so in other words, you're telling us until they are tested negative, everything is fine. So, in other words, they have COVID-19 and that's all you have to know. So, while the WWE goes ahead and does not acknowledge COVID-19, I do because I'm not going to lie to any of my podcasters, okay? That's how it goes. So originally, we'll get into this in a moment. Originally, when they did the, what you call it, uh, the kickoff show was supposed to have taken place with Asuka and Selena Vega for the Raw Women's Championship, but that's been moved up to the main show, so that's pretty cool. So now we have the kickoff show involving the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro to take on the team of, uh, who was it, uh, the Lucha House Party and... Uh, you know, I'm not going to suspense with the formality. I've said this many, many times before, and I'll say it again. I'm not going to suspense with the formalities on this one. I made my prediction when I said that Cesaro and Nakamura were going to walk away with the tag team titles. They walked away with the tag team titles, and the possibility of the Lucha House Party breaking up is getting closer and closer to happen. So that was the kickoff show. We move on for the first matchup. And the first match involves the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship to decide who will be be the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. Jeff Hardy, the current Intercontinental Champion, going up against my man, the phenomenal AJ Styles, and the other supposed man who is the Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. Now, now I'm not, and I'm just going to go right straight to it. Sami Zayn is now the undisputed Intercontinental Champion, but, but, Sami Zayn will tell everyone, oh, well, he, I was still the Intercontinental Champion. I never lost the title. First of all, you lost the title. You were stripped of it. Get over your fucking ideas, okay, please. But I got to dispute this because there's a lot of people that have been saying that that the Intercontinental Championship was the greatest match they've ever seen. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think it was a good match. I think it was... Um, Tremendous from head to toe. I'm not saying it sucked in any way possible, but uh, it's kind of funny when people like to go ahead and say it's the greatest match ever, right? It's the greatest ladder match I've ever seen. And here's the thing. I wasn't really impressed. The only thing I was impressed with was the fact that Sami Zayn was one smart motherfucker. I, I'm not going to lie. So Sami Zayn, you know what he did? If you, if you guys saw the ladder match, you know what I'm talking about. But for those that didn't see it, 
So here I am, right? I'm watching this match, and I'm looking at, uh, let's see, I think it was, let's see, Sami Zayn goes ahead and goes after some, uh, what you call it, he takes some handcuffs out, and obviously he was going to handcuff Jeff Hardy, but when he got close to Jeff Hardy, he wasn't going for the risk. In my mind, I was like thinking, oh, wait a minute. He is not going to try and handcuff Zerlo. Nah, that, no, he's not going to fucking do that. I see Sami Zayn taking the handcuffs, and he put he handcuffs right through the earlobe of Jeff Hardy right to a ladder. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, that was, you know, disgusting. But that was actually brilliant. That was real, real brilliant. And then AJ Styles, right, goes ahead and, you know, tries to interfere in the match and every way, uh, tries to do everything. Sammy apparently was trying to handcuff AJ Styles. But what he did was he handcuffed himself to AJ Styles. And I'm like, okay, well, how the fuck are you going to get up to get the, the belt? How's that going to happen? So apparently what... What happened was, here comes Jeff Hardy trying to trying to find a way to stop AJ Styles from retrieving both belts. And while Jeff Hardy was trying to stop AJ Styles, Sami Zayn was un, uncuffing himself. He had the keys, apparently, unlocked the handcuffs, and then he handcuffs AJ Styles to the rung of the ladder. So AJ Styles couldn't get up. Jeff Hardy is having a tough time trying to get to him. Sami Zayn, hey, that was a brilliant move. That was that was beyond fucking brilliant. Look, Sami Zayn's a tremendous athlete. He's a smart athlete, and he knew exactly what he had to do. So he becomes the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. Now, I know in Sami Zayn's words, he was still the Intercontinental Champion. He never lost the Intercontinental Championship, which is true, but he was also stripped of the title. So unless he finds a way to explain his actions as to why he never was around for the past few months when the title was stripped and given to AJ Styles, Sami Zayn is the Intercontinental Champion. And he's, he didn't retain the title. He became the undisputed new intercontinental champion. That's the bottom line. That's how it goes. That's out the window. Okay? Okay. Let's move on to the next matchup. Let me see if I can go ahead and... Because uh, there were several things that I was trying to look into a bit here. Here we go. Okay, I found what I was looking for. No, that's not what I was looking No, that's not it. Because I remember the first match. I was trying to look for the second match. If I can get right to it here. Here we go. The results. Here we go. We got the first matchup out of the way. The second matchup. Ah. Uh, the, the next matchup was the, the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar going one-on-one against Selena Vega. Now, once again... One of those, I'm not going to suspense with the formalities on this one. This was supposed to be a kickoff show and now becomes a part of the main roster. Asuka wins against Selena Vega. And I got to say, Selena did a good job. And I knew she would. 
I knew she would. I mean, it was it was only a matter of time before Selena Zelina Vega goes ahead and goes in the ring and does what she does in there, and she did a tremendous job against Asuka. But let's be honest, we knew, you knew, I knew, the world knew that she wasn't going to beat Asuka. She can say that she's ready for Asuka, but that night, she was not ready for Asuka. Your winner, Asuka, retaining the Raw Women's Championship. Now, the next matchup. For the United States Championship, the champion, the COO, or the CEO of the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, to defend the United States Championship against Apollo Crews, and once again, not going to suspense with the formalities. Great match, pretty good. And I was kind of hoping for a couple things. I was hoping for Retribution to show up. I was also hoping for Apollo Crews to somehow retain or get the United States Championship. Didn't happen. And Bobby Lashley retains the United States Championship. Still a part of the Hurt Business with MVP. Congratulations go out to Bobby Lashley for retaining the United States Championship. Now, the next one is a bit of a controversy here. And, you know... And this is for the Raw Tag Team titles. Um, it was the Street Profits going up against Angel Garza and Andrade. Now, once again, not going to suspense with the formalities. Your winners, the Street Profits. And there was some controversy involved at the very, very end of the matchup. Now, as soon as, uh, I think it was Angelo Dawkins who hit the powerbomb on, I think it was a powerbomb or some sort of move or whatever, where... Um, I think he he pinned, it was Andrade, right? He pinned Andrade. Uh, The referee counted one, two, and then three, but I did notice his shoulder was up. Everybody else noticed his shoulder was up. So the Street Profits win, and the controversy is, okay, the referee counted three, but yet Andrade's shoulders were up. What was going on? And apparently there was an injury that took place with Angel Garza. Now, I don't know the full extent of the injury that happened with Angel Garza, but we do know he's going to be put out for a while. Uh, I'm not sure how long exactly. I don't know what what injury, what was the injury that occurred. I may have to watch the match again, you know, just to you know, get a full idea of what's going on. But once again, I mean, like I said, uh, my prediction was I thought that Angel Garza and Andrade would win the tag team titles, right? Well... <laughs> it didn't happen. It ended up with the Street Profits winning for a third time or fourth time, depending on however the fucking that shit goes. But the Street Profits, they win. It's done. It's out the window. Now, Bailey was scheduled to defend her SmackDown Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. But we know that Nikki Cross didn't show up because of... Well, while the WWE says it's because of an injury, we know because it was because of COVID-19, okay? Nothing else. Come on, WWE, do us all a favor. Just just mention that they were tested positive for COVID-19. Just be honest with us. Don't hide anything from us. We will know before you know and you know, okay? That's how it goes. But anyways, Bailey and I'll and I'll go ahead and say it. Bailey won, but by disqualification against Asuka because Asuka was the challenger 
Asuka came in twice in a row. And my first thought was, okay, you couldn't get Naomi to show up or you couldn't get anybody from the SmackDown roster to at least be a part of this matchup. That way they'll have an opportunity to take the title away from her. But instead you had Asuka once again. So immediately after that was over, then here comes, then here comes Sasha Banks. Sasha, who was attacked at the hands of Bailey, that took place and everything. And we know that this feud between Bailey and Sasha Banks is going to continue and it's going to end up at Hell in a Cell. I'm hoping it's not going to be in Hell in a Cell. I'm just hoping that it's a part of the Hell in a Cell pay per view. But we'll see how that shit goes. So Bailey is still the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, we're down to the next two matches over here. And the next two matches, one involves, um, well, it was for the WWE Championship. It was the ambulance match between Randy Orton and um, Drew McIntyre. Uh, several things have happened in this uh, ambulance match, including several appearances from the people that Randy Orton has taken out. From the Big Show to Christian to the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. They all played a huge role in this match. A lot of people have been saying that Randy Orton could win the title. A lot of people have been saying that he could walk out, win the title, could hold it for a while until he goes to WrestleMania to take on Edge. I said it's too soon and it's too long and I'd rather have Drew McIntyre still as a champion because, number one, you're going to have to, you know, I don't, I, as much as I would love to see Randy Orton versus Edge, there's no need for the title. There really isn't. No need for the title at all whatsoever. So we leave that alone, okay? <coughs> so, Drew McIntyre retains the WWE Championship in the ambulance match. Randy Orton, Randy Orton did this one thing, though. He went ahead and put a clayboard kick on Randy Orton. And somebody had noticed that apparently when uh, Drew McIntyre was trying to hit the punt kick on Randy Orton, he missed. And Randy Orton sold it like, like he got hit in the head, right? Which didn't happen. So Randy Orton was put in the ambulance, closed the door, Drew McIntyre wins the match. Man, that's <laughs> some fucking crazy shit. So, Drew McIntyre wins the match against Randy Orton in the ambulance match for the WWE Championship. And now we're down to the conclusion of the last match right here involving the Universal Championship. It's family versus family, cousin versus cousin. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, to go one-on-one -on -one against his own cousin, his own cousin, Jey Uso. And... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to get everything prepared just for what's uh, what's about to go down. But anyways, um, this match was good from head to toe. And boy, I got to say, you know, uh, and, and I got to, and you know what? I'm going to say it. Roman Reigns won. It was obvious. It was way too obvious. But the match was good. The match was good. Ro Roman, this was a different Roman Reigns. He didn't come out in his traditional vest, which was good. He didn't come out wearing the shield shit anymore. This was a new Roman Reigns. And this was a heel that needed to be a heel. And he was pretty damn good. 
He beat the hell out of Jey Uso. He took him down. And he kept telling Roman Reigns. He kept telling his cousin, call me the chief. Call me the chief. Call me your primal chief. I'm your primal chief. And then Paul Heyman wanted, you know, to say it. But Roman Reigns wanted it to come out of the mouth of Jey Uso. Jey Uso didn't want anything to do with it. And then all of a sudden, here comes Jimmy Uso coming in with a towel. And some people, there were some people that had a, a complaint about this. Oh, well, what was the point of having the towel and everything else like that? I mean, there were some people that liked the finish of the match. And then there were others that, you know, had to criticize about it. You know, just because well, Roman Reigns was going to win. Duh. I mean, it was... But it was going to come to a point where Roman was going to show his heelishness so bad in the Night of Champions or in the Clash of Champions event. And he came out as a rock star heel. And he came out extremely good. And I digged it. I loved it. So, therefore, Roman Reigns wins... Uh, well, it was because uh, Jey Uso got the hell beat out of him. Uh, Jey Uso couldn't continue. Uh, Jey Uso had kept telling Jimmy, "Don't throw the, don't throw the towel, don't throw the towel at all." And Jimmy Uso went ahead and you know threw the towel, and that's exactly what happened. So Jimmy Uso, uh, you know, uh, this, several people have been showing pics of this where. It was uh, somebody had posted a, a pic of the whole thing, like you know, you know the whole thing with the Rocky. Remember Rocky Four, where they, you know, some guy comes. I think it was uh, I forgot what his name was. The dude that told him throw throw the damn towel, throw the damn towel, and you can hear Apollo say no, no, don't throw the towel and everything else like that. And that was <laughs> it was a pretty it was a pretty good ending. It was a very good ending. Roman Reigns had to win the title. This whole thing with the Usos is not over by a long shot. And personally, this is just my thinking. I think we should see. We should. Well, a lot of people have been saying that the Usos are going to team up with Roman Reigns somewhere down the road. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen on SmackDown. I really don't. I think what will happen is we will see the Usos and Roman Reigns become a team but wait until Survivor Series. Wait until around that time. Or maybe TLC, depending. It, it's only going to be a matter of time before you have the Usos and Roman Reigns dominate SmackDown. I mean, I see that happening. Because it's a family bloodline. You know, Roman Reigns is a badass heel. He's getting better every single time. And a lot of people... While some people, like Dave Meltzer want to go ahead and complain and and make all well you know Brian Alvarez I'll mention his name as well talk about the fact that oh well you know it took him 5 years to be a heel and uh, I was like oh god dude give me a fucking break here's the thing it was a matter of time it was going to happen we all wanted to see Roman Reigns become a heel and it's exactly what you got okay it's exactly what you got Roman is a star now Roman with Paul Heyman as a heel, as the tribal chief of SmackDown, he is going to run SmackDown the way he wants to. The way he wants to. So now the biggest question that remains is what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks? Hmm? What's going hap- to happen if Roman Reigns were to end up on Raw? Hmm? What's going to happen if the Usos go to Raw? Hmm? 
what's going to happen if, say, Drew McIntyre ends up on SmackDown? Or what happens if, say, oh, maybe um, Bobby Lashley and her business go to SmackDown? Or what if Bobby Lashley goes to SmackDown? What happens if Alexa Bliss goes to Raw? What happens if Asuka goes to SmackDown? A lot of things are going to be happening around October 9th over at the 2020 draft. And we're going to see how all that stuff goes and so much more. You guys are going to be prepared for what's about to happen in the next couple of weeks. So we've got a lot of great wrestling action that's going to be taking place in the next few weeks. And we're going to be prepared for what is about to happen. So... To give you an idea, there will be an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast to take place this coming Friday. A lot, Well, this coming Saturday, I'm sorry. But I'm going to be doing the recording on Friday and it's going to show up on Saturday, just to be honest with everybody. So, the Main Event is going to be talking about NXT TakeOver. I already told you about three of the matches that are going to take place. The NXT title will be decided. The NXT Women's Championship will be decided. And no doubt more matches will be announced at NXT TakeOver 31 that's going to take place live on the WWE Network. And the Main Event is going to be prepared for that. Also, don't forget the draft is going to be happening on October 9th and also on October 12th. It's going to be SmackDown first. That's, a, that's when the draft is going to happen. And then Raw after that. And I and I kind of find that extremely funny. It used to be Raw first, then SmackDown. Now all of a sudden we got SmackDown with Raw, uh, then Raw. Very, very funny, huh? Very crazy. So anyways, uh, well, we're almost at the conclusion of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And uh, as I stated before, a uh, big shout out to the Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. Congratulations go out to you guys. Uh, I hope everyone had a good time over at the drive-in and dives over there at the Valencia. I hope everyone had a good time. And like I said before, vote for Priscilla Gonzalez. Okay, guys, vote for her to be mayor and tell that other goof to kiss my ass. In any way possible. I don't give a rat's ass about what he says. Vote for Priscilla Gonzalez. That's all I can tell you about that. And also, don't forget, if you want to follow the main event, follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram as well at instagram.com slash at main event player. You can also follow the main event on my main event talk Facebook page at facebook.com slash at real main event player. And of course, if you want to friend request the main event on Facebook, all you got to do is look for facebook.com slash at main event player big shout out to richard's billiards and if you feel the need to go out and have yourself a good time go shoot some pool go drink some beer head over to richard's billiards at 5815 weber not your average heroes new name same place there's going to be several big events that are going to be taking place over at richard's billiards and hopefully sometime maybe in the next couple of days i will reveal all those events and so much more so once again <clears throat> thank you for listening to the main event talk podcast and don't forget to subscribe right here on spotify on apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you find your favorite podcast the main event will return nxt takeover 31 is coming live this sunday on the wwe network and the main event will be doing a full report of that show thank you for listening and i'll see you next time on another great episode of the main event talk podcast why because i can and i want to any questions enough said